With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Reaction Podcast. My name is Kyle. Um, with me are my co-hosts for the Rap Reaction Podcast. You know, let's do something different that we never do. Guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Nick. I was expecting more. Hi, I'm Anthony. And uh, <laughs> we're part of this podcast too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love these uh, ham-fisted openings for the Rap Reaction because it just makes it Makes it so much good. Just keep us guessing. Makes it so much fun for the listeners. Um, okay, uh, Buccaneers winners of four in a row. Count them four. Who would have thought of that? Who would have thought this was going to happen? Like it, 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 at the beginning of this season, I, I think out of we we all three of us did uh, predictions. For how this how this season was going to go, right? Uh-huh. Nobody, yeah. nobody yeah. picked four wins in a row. Not here. <laughs> Even no, our I think uh, you picked three in a row, and that was your big bold thing. Yeah, our optimistic nine and seven season. Uh, no, uh, that even that there's not four wins in a row on this. And it's true, very true. This is a uh, this is this is uncharted territory for me. I, it's it's a. I think what we're I think what this is and what we're seeing here is a culture change. You're gonna hear that word a lot this week. Yep. I don't like that phrase. You don't or you, you do or don't. I think that's a dumb phrase. I'm sorry. <laughs> well think about it this I'm just, I'm just I'm just being honest with you because I feel like you a team can have a culture of yeah, we wanna win, we wanna be better, we wanna do all this and that, you know, we can't accept losing and still lose because they don't have the players. It's not a cold game. The roster's just better. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Next week at uh, is it at New Orleans or is New Orleans coming home to us? Home game. Okay. Next weekend when New Orleans comes into town, you your immediate thought is we should win this game, right? Right. Okay. If we agree. if we played the if we played that same game earlier this year, your thought would have been, "Boy, I hope we can win this game." Right. Most of the earlier season, I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's the culture change I'm talking about. That's the that's the feeling. It's that feeling of 
starting to trust your team again, uh, starting to to you know really getting a sense for how good your team is and how well they can match up with other teams, and not just not just saying hey we're we're probably going to lose this game it's, uh, you know, and, and just hoping <laughs> to be surprised. Right now, we're, it's it's a it's a matter of okay, you expect to win games now. That's the culture change I'm talking about. And that's going to permeate out to the fans and it's going to permeate into like Raymond James stadium every Sunday. Now, hopefully you're going to start seeing more bucks fans at games. Uh, you're going to see, you know, businesses. I think think that'll be a direct correlation to like this, even as wayward as our fans are said to have, have become, they've always chased a winner and a winning football team is one special thing in this town. Like, I'm assuming Anthony, you've been part of at least one really, really good Bucks victory, and how the the stadium kind of just kind of crawls afterwards. Uh, no, actually, I haven't. Uh, really? <laughs> no. Uh, all the Bucks games I've ever been to, they've lost. Uh, the highlight was when I puked in a garbage can after Mike Vick beat us one year. So, uh, oh, so that's... yeah, I've ne- I've never actually seen the Bucks live win at home. Oh, that's uh, truly sad. I mean, it's it's not shouldn't be really surprising. He was like playing the lottery there for a while. So, but yeah. Okay. Well, Kyle and I have good memories of <laughs> of Raymond James, and when that place is going and, and ruckus, it's a fun environment to be in. It is, especially, especially late in the season when the weather's nice. Dirk Cutter's. I mean, I've seen it on TV. He's already come out and said, I don't know, uh, maybe probably in the post-game press conference, but he already said he doesn't want to see any Saints jerseys in the lower bowl this coming game. And I he think took a, he's taking a, a book out of Vinick's uh, or page out of Vinick's book. Well, I mean, he said that he said that um, in uh, previous games, too. And he's and it was I think it was the Atlanta game that we lost where it completely blew up in his face. But I mean, this time it's it's true. He's. Uh, we got to really step up as as a fan base in these next four games. All we got to do at this point is win two. Our magic number is now at two, two games. And uh, we could be looking. Eight, nine, and seven gets a wild card spot? We we have the wild card spot. Yeah, we are. We're, right now we're in a wild card spot. We played it saying, winning two of those. But, so, so if we go nine and seven, doesn't matter what else happens in the NFC? No, I think if another team wins out, I think yeah, they would have to win I, out. Yeah, I think I want to put this out there right now before we get to okay. this game. Um, uh, you do that. I'll uh, let me inquire. Yeah, um, this Saints game coming up is extremely important because the next game is in Dallas against Dallas, and it's probably going to be in prime time uh, if we win against the Saints so, and. I don't know about you guys. As much as like I have more faith in this team, I still expect that Dallas game to probably be a loss. Uh, so yeah, they need to they need to get this win in the bag this week because it could very very quickly turn into two losses in a row if they don't. I, Mister Pessimism over there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I, well, I I, li- I just I'm not ready to go. Yeah, but playoffs. Well, yeah, what more do you done. need to see? What more do you? We just won four games in a row, three against very quality opponents. What more are you want, asking for the, from from these guys? Like, what are you waiting to see from them? I'm I'm waiting until they actually get in. I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm just not ready to go. And it's not anything to do with the way the team is playing. Like they're playing really well and they're winning a lot and it's great. I I just 
I'm waiting till it's done and in stone because they fucking disappointed me before, and I, I just I don't want that again. I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready. Well, wait a Most minute. Hold on, hold on a second. When, when early in this game, when I was uh, panicking, doom and gloom, and and you you and so many words told me to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, where's that, Anthony? Now, well, how, how come? No, like I, I, you should because the Chargers aren't that great of a team, and we've been playing well. Like, but because you, it was seven nothing in the first quarter. Like that, that's different than they need to go to the rest of the season and keep this level of play up. Like that, it's a different situation than seven nothing in the first quarter. What? Very true. He's got a point. But has there been any indication that this level of play isn't going to continue? I don't know. It could. It could or could not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's not count. You know, count the eggs before they hatch, or count the chickens well, before they hatch. Let me take you guys back to a a year, and Kyle specifically to a moment at Ferg's. Where we found the Bucks losing John Gruden's final game after losing four in a row and nope. fired him after being nine and seven. What do you talk? I'm just saying we're all hyped up on Mountain Dew and everything and loving how we we play right now, and we we could very easily lose the last of these games and miss everything. Right. It's it, look. I'm just saying. I. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves yet. This team is playing really well right now. There's a lot of positive things to take from it. They've won four in a row against good teams. Everything's great. But we you know, we've talked about it before. Everything could turn on a dime. And I'm just I'm just trying to mentally prepare for if that happens. If I but I really hope it doesn't. And I, I don't think it will personally, but it could. Oh, well you hear you heard here first first, folks. Anthony doesn't think the Bucks are gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> Not what I said, but okay. <laughs> I'm glad he took the bullet for that one. <laughs> oh, so Nick's Nick, you think so as well, huh? So I guess I'm the only one here with with, with any kind of faith in the organization. Well, I'll show you guys. Before the season started, I'm the only one picking them with over a 500 record. That's Don't true. give me that. Yeah, that's right. What did you say? Nine and seven. Yep. Okay. Very well happened. Ooh, <laughs> I've been right this year sometimes. Anywho, um, so. What aspects of the game do you want to get to first? Let's start. Let's start with the beginning. Uh, the Buccaneers go down early in the game uh, by a touchdown. Uh, it almost did we get down by fourteen at one point or? Uh, I don't. Yeah, no, we came back to tie it at seven. Yeah, it was seven, seven, and fourteen, seven. That's right. Okay. So uh, the Chargers open up their their opening drive with a touchdown. Just just easily go downfield. Yeah, with Werner falling down. Yeah, and from that moment, I'm thinking, oh boy, uh, this is the West Coast trip. Um, we're tired. We're tired. We're the Bucks. Um, this it just didn't seem like a good thing to me, especially because on the very next drive, uh, we go four now, right? Or did did he? Is that where the interception came? Uh yeah, it was. We we already picked off on that. It was a horrible throw too. Okay, so yeah. Jameis Winston throws an interception midfield, forcing it to Evans, but he was forced because you, you could see the the pass pass block didn't uh, didn't help him out too much. The game the the it was a really strange game because it started off so slow because there was like three injuries right off the bat between um, the. Uh, 
between Adam not it was Adam Humphreys, Cecil Shorts, Cecil, Cecil Shorts, and Luke Stocker was the first. And Luke one. Stocker, yeah, yeah. So like just one after the other after the other, like of, of just all these on offense weird injuries. So it's like the we never really got to establish a rhythm on offense for that first drive, and then Jameis goes out there and throws an interception. So from that point, I'm thinking, well, we're we're fucked. Like here's here we go with this. <laughs> Um, but credit to the defense, they're act, they're able to force a uh, force the Chargers to punt. The Buccaneers get the ball back. As we're yeah, watching. they um, it was a very important takeaway for for us because that could have started snowballing real quick. Yeah, yeah, those 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 th- those sort of things tend to go bad for us. It's kind of it's kind of strange. Um, you're you're always expecting the Bucks to go back to their old ways, and they just don't do it, or they just haven't done it thus far. Like this yeah, game, recently, yeah. This game was the uh, uh, a prime example of that. Where in past years you would have just seen them crumble under this kind of adversity. Where you know you go down you go down early, and then your your quarterback throws an interception, um, but the, the Bucks rallied after uh, John Lambeau just. Kicks a, a a horrible lame duck. I mean, a knuckleballer of a kick. Yeah. I thought I got blocked, but I guess not. I guess he just shanked. No, it. he just he just booted it and he hit it with his wrong part of his foot. The the announcer was talking about how when you go up there and swing it as hard as you possibly can, the aiming kind of goes out the window, and you just hope you can't connect at the right spot. Really? Huh? Yeah, that's why he's just like he hit it really hard. You saw the trajectory tradec- or the I can't I can never the power. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the oomph of the of the ball when it hit the the stands. It certainly had the leg. Oh yeah, <laughs> but not anywhere close. Yeah, about fifteen yards to the left. So um, after that, the, the offense kind of marches down the field. Did a little bit of Jameis Winston magic, a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and next thing you know, Doug Martin's punching it in for for seven, and we're tied. We got a we got a ball game, folks. It was it was almost like an optimistic call, too, because you saw everybody like when when Doug Martin hit the pile, it stopped a, a sun, all of a sudden, and, and then all of a sudden you just see him fall forward with the ball. And that's the big difference to me between Doug Martin and the other two backs is that he's so good at turning something and in, nothing into something. Like that's like his specialty is like getting three yards when he stopped at the line. Like it. That's why I, I, I like him. More, that's why I like him more than. Carl Sims and Jaquiz Rogers. I mean, Rogers is actually pretty good at that too. Now I think about it. But well, speaking of something out of nothing, who the fuck is Melvin Gordon? He was a first round pick. <laughs> was he? Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Crazy. He he broke all kinds of records at Wisconsin. He's a good AFC runner. Mars. Yeah, like San Diego's uh, like on a different planet. So I remember. Uh, yeah. I remember for the uh, in, in the beginning of the game. I think whoever the whoever the uh, you know whoever the, the jabroni was who was announcing our game, uh, he was talking about, like, Philip Rivers, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. I'm thinking, what? Like, what? <laughs> really? Him? It was like, David Deal, wasn't yeah. it? I, no, it was, he's, he's, he's good, but he doesn't win anything. I mean, yeah, he is, re- he is really good statistically. And then, like... Uh, another thing they kept bringing up like Gates to Rivers or Rivers to Gates. What a what a great historic tandem connection. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, what? Like, oh, okay. Antonio Gates is at least 60 years old. Yeah, 
He's had Drew Brees and and Philip Rivers and uh, those two. Isn't there wasn't there another guy mixed in there? Uh, nope. It was Charlie Drew Whitehurst. Ryan oh, Ryan Leaf. How could I forget? This is I don't I don't know. Yeah, especially a- AFC, but like more more so like West Coast AFC is just like I'm so far disconnected. But I'm just okay. Uh, yeah, you're a franchise. <laughs> we we won a championship in your city. Yeah, LT doesn't play for you anymore, so it doesn't. You don't matter. You're not relevant to us anymore. Wow. Says the guy. Says the Bucks fan that barely won <laughs> against your team. <laughs> um. So I guess Melvin Gordon's is hella good, and he hella showed it because uh, they use him a lot against us on the in the first half. Him and Philip Rivers were basically the 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 entire offense. It was uh, because if it wasn't a run to Gordon, it was either a breakdown of protection and a flip pass to him where he burnt us for 15 yards. Dumb. We are so bad at covering check downs. Okay, so can it's you rewind? So there's a there's a highlight that we're going to be watching, and it's it, it's of a, play, a a pass that's caught across the middle, and the way the the player fell down, his his helmet was turned around facing the exact opposite way. There you go. I have no idea how that happened and how he doesn't have something wrong with his nose. He is actually Morticia uh, Adams's black son. He's ah. he's a part of the Adams family, and as you know, they they're otherworldly, and so um, they're able to right. do you know, right? I, I appreciate your attempt. Wasn't that one of those? One of, wasn't that one of the tropes of the Adams family that like you know Wednesday could like do some crazy paranormal shit and. I think of the cartoon, yeah. Yeah, he's an Adam family guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. So the Chargers, Chargers, Chargers drive down the field to take a a, a seven point lead here in the second half. Yeah, because also Melvin Gordon happens to be able to run between tackles too. Because yep, I, I I don't understand how we haven't heard more about this kid because I say kid, I don't have no, I have no idea how old he is, but. He just he seems to be too good to be off of all of our radars. And I know I'm going to say a, a naughty word here, but fantasy wise, we I don't know him. Anybody else? Nope. He's not like there's. You know, Philip Rivers is the only guy on my radar. Like I only I, feel, I only know about him because I follow college football pretty closely. So like I knew about him coming out of school and stuff like that, but I didn't know it that's how not like well he was doing radar recently. I didn't know how well he was doing in San Diego or anything. Exactly. Like, why do these guys keep having good days against us, even if we win? Well, he's good. We just don't know about him. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, if if, if we played in the AFC, we'd know who the fuck. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are experts that would, like, tell you, oh, yeah, you need to watch out for this guy if you're playing San San Diego. Uh, Yeah. Well, of course you want to watch out for their starting running back, but I mean, I'm just that's saying. not always true. Like, <laughs> we played the 49ers earlier this year. Like, you know, some teams you don't really need to worry about anybody. But yeah, it's true. Well, speaking of speaking of guys, you got to worry about on the Chargers. Lit, get lit, uh, lit. Uh, Joey Bosa is uh, a monster. A monster. Yes, he's a beast. Um, I'm gonna add a word to that though. He's unpolished because he probably could have had at least two and a half more Jameis Winston sacks that he just kind of like whoopsie. Yeah, he's a rookie, so it's big. 
could have more. That, that was, I think that was one of his knocks coming out of college is that he's just really raw. Yeah, he is raw, man. He's uh, kind of like no offense. Yeah. Is, but still, man, he, he, uh, he was good. Oddly enough, they were roommates. So Yeah, they went to Ohio State together. No offense and... Uh, Joey Bosa. He wants to say John Lambeau, but that's or Josh. That's her goddamn <laughs> kicker. Um, so Joey Bosa sacks Jameis Winston. We, you know, we we had first we were we were in the red zone. Put it that way. Uh, Joey Bosa sacks Jameis Winston for a huge loss. Joey Bosa, and then uh, Roberto Aguayo proceeds to uh, do to do this. Even Winston was frustrated. Seriously, yeah. he walked away, clinching and being pissed off. And usually, you never see him do anything like that. And he's then he turned like, around and, always, and then like rubbed it off. He's like, "Okay, okay." He's always lifting teammates up and stuff like that. Like we family, but like that, you could tell in that moment he was like, "Fuck this guy!" Like, yeah, because get him off my team. It's such like, a close <laughs> game, and he works so hard to get us down just to 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 there at that point, thinking, "Okay, well, you know, we'll we'll kick the field goal and." You know, call it a day and and bring the. Think of how scary this is going to be in a game that truly, truly matters later on in the season. Oh, I don't know, like next week or Dallas. Yeah, man. I don't know what it's it, within a thirty within forty. You gotta you gotta make the goddamn kick, okay? There's there's no there's no excuse for that. You know, Josh Lambeau, he he missed a fifty three yarder. That's 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 a little bit more acceptable. But fuck's sakes, man, thirty one yards is a chip shot and. And it's on the fucking right hash mark, which is what you prefer in the first place. Like we all know that. But that was set for you. Yeah. Why do we know that? Why should I why do I fucking know that you prefer the right hash mark if not for the fact that we drafted you in the second round and it's all over the fucking goddamn place? It's an excuse. That's why you know it. It's an excuse that's been given to the to the team about his positioning. No, no, it's it's back from the Monday night game where where Jameis he put it on the right hash mark because that's where he prefers to kick from. And so I'm thinking, okay, right hash mark here. He, you know, he should make it and he, and he, sh- and he shanks it like wide, right. How the fuck do you go wide, right on the right? Uh, it didn't even look particularly windy. No, it wasn't windy. I don't know. Which is bad. He's fucking bad. I don't know. He's what bad. You, yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired of just not saying it. He's bad. He's bad. It was a mistake. It's embarrassing. Get rid of him. Get over it. Here's, here's the thing. This is God damn, Buck. This is what's going to happen. And uh, I, I think I think it, this isn't a very bold. I think we can all see the whiting the the whiting on the wall. The whiting the white. on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the whiting on the wall. Nothing on the wabbits. <laughs> um, he he'll get cut, and then he'll he'll get picked up by another team and just be. New England. Yeah, just be yeah, be awesome. Automatic. I mean, why does everybody have to lose their fucking crappy football virginity to the Bucks? I don't know, but I, they always go someplace else and then prove to be really good. I think we need another solution. I think I think there needs to, we need to at least look into some other solutions at kicker because this we if we truly want to make the playoffs, this this can't happen. This kind of stuff cannot happen. What I mean, this... maybe maybe bring in another kicker and in, in practice and stuff like that. Like there, there's a bunch of kickers out there. I'm sure they're looking for jobs and just 
and maybe not even cut a guile right away. Just have somebody in practice. Just to come like, to compete. Yeah, like because this is this is not. He should not. I don't care what round he got drafted in. He should not be this secure in his fucking job at that position. I'm sorry. Especially, Especially with the way he's been he's kicking. Doing, yeah. 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 Like how many other kickers would have been cut already? Most. Most. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say most. This it's it, this shit's like acceptable in college. It's you know, and a kicker can get away with this shit in college because you can't just bring in another kicker. In the NFL, like there's plenty of guys out there that are probably good kickers. They're looking for jobs, or at like, least guys you can feel comfortable with within 45. Yeah, or within 40. Like I, I wouldn't even say 45. Like within four, like there. Yeah, give us he, a lined up, he lined up for like what a 30, a 30. Was it below 30 yards? 31 yard. 31 yard field goal, and I'm like, and I'm like fucking biting my nails. Yeah. For for second round pick. 31 like, no. from the right hash mark. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. It's done. As a franchise that's been as bad as we've been, for all of us to say this is the most we've, most nervous we've been about a a kicker, is that's saying something. It's, I don't think we're being too hard on the guy because uh, it's week 13 and he's still consistently inconsistent. It's consistently inconsistent. He, that's it's not it it's not acceptable we, something's no, got to be done it's just not it's just not it, I, just admit you know, we, were, we were sold this bill of goods about this guy when he was drafted oh bill of goods we, we were what are you talking about You're right but you know what you said it yourself when, you said it yourself we're at week 13 it is it is enough time to start us giving flack for him but everybody gets at least a season guys calm down no not when you're trying to make the playoffs not when you're a fucking kicker and there's 10 others that could do your job. Look, I mean, I agree. Bring in somebody else, but you're not going to get to cut him. Okay. Well, then fine. He can stick around. I just don't want him kicking anymore. Look, if we were below 500, I'd, I'd, I'd be more than happy to, uh, to let him kick out the rest of the season. Let's work the kinks out and develop with us. But suddenly we have a team that's ready to compete right now. And if that's the if that's the case, then there's no room for him to develop. He, he there, there it, there's just not. He's got to something's got to give. I see what you're saying. I do, but I don't. I'm not. Maybe that's why the we're, we have the label that we do that players go off and be great other places because we don't have the goddamn patience. Well, let him. He's a fucking kicker. It's not like he's a. He, it's not like he's an all-pro quarterback or a cornerback or he's a hey, fucking no, kicker. Fair enough. Fair enough. He's just gonna be making field goals and, and three pointers. We're like, oh boy, there's field goals and three pointers that the other guy makes most of the time. Like it, it's like the the the, the margin of uh, of of difference here that we're talking from kicker to kicker. It's not. It it shouldn't be that huge. I mean, most. I, I just. All right. Okay. All right. We're, we're spending too much, so much time on the kicker. That, see, that's ridiculous. Why that we even ever talk about the kicker? Anyways, we won this game, so fuck that guy. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we won the game. Okay? It was all for naught. Or, or it wasn't God, all for geez, naught. Kyle. <laughs> this is this has been a really positive win. <laughs> well, Jameis, uh, the Bucks come out in the... the, um, the second half and Roberto Aguero actually does nail a field goal narrows the lead down to four and then Levante David 
picks off a pass that was tipped by Vernon Hargraves the third and takes it to the motherfucking house. Second time, second uh, turnover in a row for uh, Levante, or is it the second or third? Game with a turnover? Yeah. Like a, uh, yes. Second game in second, a row. Yeah. 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 Last week he had the strip set or strip fumble of Jimmy Graham. This week he's uh, being opportunistic and grabbing passes out of the air and taking them to the fucking house. That was beautiful. That was old school. So unexpected. Yeah, I was just about to say that was so Brooks. Yeah. It's uh, it's. I think the Bucks before this game had twenty twenty something uh, turnovers, uh, and they were top five in the league. And so, I mean, we we remain top five in taking the ball away after two today, and very unexpected, very awesome. But then. Then the Chargers just turn it right around and and bomb one deep, on a on a uh... deep, deep, deep. like, I I was wondering because, you know when the when the camera guy starts blurring past people and you can't identify who they are, mm-hmm. you know it's a fucking fly route. Yeah, well it was a it was a it was a uh, it was a post that that he just he completely shook Brent Grimes, uh, on the on the guy on the post route. And what, did he um, start on the left side of the field. He started. No, he started on the right side, but he just ran a post, you know, up and out. You know, it was a beautiful throw by Rivers. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, he's 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 good, man. And like we talked about, it, I think it's just because he plays in San Diego that you don't hear about him more. Uh, he's a really good quarterback, I think. Wait, I'm sorry, Nick. It's it was a flag. I'm sorry, flag route, not a post. Post is inside, flags outside. Madden, Madden taught me that. Do we lose Nick? Is he gone now? Oh no, I'm here. I'm sorry. Oh okay. Um, so they immediately just come right back, and I kind of had a I don't know I had a weird feeling that they were going to do that. I uh, saw a seesaw game after they scored because I was like, well, you know, we're gonna score again, but how often are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, next drive, Jameis Winston makes America braid again, finds him down the field, and. <laughs> Uh, sets up another Roberto Guayo field goal. So I guess he made he made two. Can we talk about Cam Brait? Cam Brait's absolutely the man. Uh, do we have a do we have a little something like a special brewing on our hands here with Brait? I think so. I'll say this much: it's this team doesn't often cover the Bucks, correct? Like we never don't ever often get David Deal, right? Right. So what they said was when they were speaking to the players beforehand that Cameron Brait has incredibly benefited from having time with Jameis Winston, working out with him, studying, being a film junkie, because it's rubbing off on, on the players. And Jameis Winston is, is as we all know, like a football junkie. So, Cameron Brait is just becoming that even that much more of an athlete because he the kid went to an Ivy League school was it Harvard or Stanford Harvard Harvard yeah Harvard so you know he's a smart kid he he's he's latching onto what seems to be one of the best young rising quarterbacks in the league and I think they might be developing some kind of real chemistry I want him and Alex Klorn to be friends. <laughs> You know, it's, he's got a kind of a funny pro career because we signed him as an undrafted free agent in 2014. 
Yeah. And picked up by the Saints. And then a week later, he was back with us. Well, really? he's he, been around I mean, that long. We no. got to say, Jameis Winston's connection with him early saved his roster spot initially. And then he yeah. worked through it. Well, I'll just, like, for a tight well, all I want in a, a, a tight end threat is just consistent hands. Yeah. Like, just someone that's going to get you that first down, get a catch in the red zone. Like, he, everything that gets thrown his way, it just seems like it's, he's always catching it. Yeah. It's yeah. very true. Very sure-handedness. Not not somebody that when it's a jump ball, I think, oh, Lord. And he's not high-stepping into the end zone down 42-14. So, yeah. Well, high good. elbows. I like it. Speaking yeah. of speaking of old Cameron Brait, he uh, makes a catch between three defenders in the end zone to, to bring the Buccaneers ahead. Um, great throw. Great throw. Great catch. And then on the, on the ensuing t- conversion. Great play call. Fantastic play call. Just selling out everything to the right. Jameis Winston is able to to evade Joey Bosa and finds Mike Evans back in the end zone for the two point conversion, which would prove to be pretty big because it's it's just it makes it so a touchdown only ties it, you know. Yep. And then you you know at that point in the fourth quarter, the the Chargers are driving, so you just got all you got to do is just stop that drive, and then and, yeah, you got to make sure that they they can't score and you're bleeding the clock. Yeah. And um, that actually that turns out what 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 happens or that ah, that is what happened because Keith Tandy intercepts Philip Rivers. Is, would that be what's considered the four minute defense? I what, can I just Philip Rivers' reaction to that pick is <laughs> one of the best things I've ever seen. His reactions in general. His helmet is already off. Like if for all he knows, Keith Tandy could have got up and ran, and he would have. <laughs> He just he uh, he has such high he has such peaks and valleys to, on his face every game, like he's so he he seems so upset all the time when things are going bad, but when like things are going good, he's like so happy and he's happy. He's a bipolar quarterback. He is just oh, like good he, job taking all those bolos. He wears his emotions on his sleeves, and yeah, those bolos that stole his power, motherfucker. Um, yeah, Keith Candy. Someone new every week. Last year, last week it was uh, Bradley McDougal. It sounds like they're buying into Mike Smith. Yeah, yeah. It, it this defense is and they didn't look great at times today. Uh, you know they had that True. that drop on that deep ball to Benjamin that should have been caught. <sighs> yeah, we were lucky. That, that saved our bacon. That could have. That was momentum changing if he caught that. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. that would that would have been, probably been uh, the one of the nails in the coffin for the Bucks. I forgot what the score was when that happened. I believe I think that was the fourteen to seven. They they could they would have gone up twenty one seven at that point in time. No, it was uh, it was in the second half, and I think it was prior to the Brait touchdown. So it was yeah, it, it still would have been put us behind by two scores. So. I uh, I was I thought the defensive line was pretty disruptive today. They weren't obviously on the level last week, but they were they were making Rivers uncomfortable back there a lot. Of the well, time. let's. Let's also point out that the San Diego offensive line is a little better than Seattle's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, Seattle's offensive line is uh, – uh, they don't look like it tonight, but they're not very good. Well, let's um, – um, Well, they're playing Carolina, so. You know what Rivers is really good at is those little sidearm throws? Yeah, he is. I was noticing that too. You yeah. never see his balls get batted down, and it's because he, he can change his arm angle. Yeah, but like I'm just talking like when he's under pressure and he just like steps up in the pocket a little bit and then delivers like a sidearm throw to the check down. Like that was 
he was good at that. He was doing that a lot to avoid sacks and stuff. Did you guys see? Uh, we're going back to that that long touchdown that the Chargers had. Did you see how badly Jared McCoy was held on that play? Terribly. Oh, he got like so, tackled. It was so blatant. We're looking at it now. Look, look. Jared right McCoy's back is to the camera, and he's being look. Oh, he's so bad. And he would he would have got like if if that wouldn't have happened he would have got right in Phil, in Philip Rivers is Philip Rivers yeah. is his face and probably wouldn't have got the pass Rivers. off. Can't talk tonight. <laughs> Can't talk. So yeah, Keith Tandy intercepts the ball. Bucks win. On well, actually, well, the game wasn't quite over quite yet. We had to get a first down. Yeah, Jaquiz Rogers gets a first down and looked good doing it. I, th- I really think that that next week they ought to just kind of have a little two-headed monster going on back there with old yeah, Doug. Yeah, maybe Doug Martin won't be hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about that. He went up limping, and then I don't think he came back. I think it, he, I, did. he did. Yeah, he did. But he he, did. he, he only oh. came back for like two plays, and they were both not very successful. Wow. Yeah, good going to the locker room, kid. It's yeah, like, no, at that point in time, absolutely. I mean, we that was a execute the fourth quarter for the Bucks was execution style. Yeah, they really did. They did execute well in the fourth quarter. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, they didn't leave a whole lot to chance. Uh, they didn't. You know, they just closed it when they should have. Uh, we could have very easily. You know, which is a, which is a ball back. There was still about two minutes, and I know San Diego didn't have any timeouts, but still, you know, it's enough. But the, that's a trait of an older Bucks team. You know, we would wane in the later stages of the game, and this one seems to be able to actually, I don't know, outlast the other op- opponent. I don't. I, I see us that we we look like we have a lot more game left in us later in the games now. I don't know if it's because we're all winning and winning helps everything or if their their training off season went better i have no idea but well we're learning how to win games you know we're learning how yeah. to how to complete a football game yeah but in a lot of different fashions too i know i mean this game looked ugly for us but i mean this these are kind of these are the kind of games that we lost all the time before i mean the, right, we yeah. you, we've seen a lot of these games go the, the other way so you're you're seeing a team that's learning how to finish, and finish strong. That's why I think these next few weeks we have a chance to win every single game, including the Dallas game. We have a chance to win those games. You I know, would agree with that. Um, New Orleans, you got to win. Carolina, gotta, I mean, you got to win all those games. Got to win those two, not just because they're divisions, but they're weaker opponents. Yeah, and I and Dallas. They have a chance to beat them. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't like I said earlier that I don't think they will, but I didn't say that they couldn't. I mean, they could. It could happen. And what's I mean, Dallas already clinched this playoff spot today. I'm sure they're still going for seeding. Oh, absolutely. And will we play them not next week, but the week after, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not going to be in cruise control just yet. Yeah. Nope. Not until week week whatever. Seventeen. Sixteen or seventeen. That that week. Um. Yeah, I, I think the the playoffs have been clearer than they have ever have been since you know 2008. You know we have a we have a clear shot to make it, and I think that it's very possible for us to do this this year. Now, how far we go in the playoffs that remains to be seen. But um, you know they've shown that they can they can beat quality opponents. Um, 
that they can they can deal with adversity. So uh, this is uh, this is very interesting. So we're guaranteed seven and nine at least. And you know what else this does? This does because I, I, I spoke about culture a little bit earlier. But this kind of uh, this this could be a huge thing that that we're watching right now because it means that the Buccaneers might be keeping a head coach around for longer than two years. So it means that you have guys that buy into the same system year in and year out that learn from from their fellow teammates what it's like to play in the system, what it's like to win in the system. So you're kind of seeing the uh, we're we're finally. I think we're finally like done swimming against the stream, you know, and we're, we've kind of righted the ship, so to speak. How many other metaphors can I throw in there? Uh, pirates. Yeah. We've, we've, we've baked the croissants. We, we've, we've avoided the meteor. Uh, uh, Bruce Willis stayed behind and blew the, blew it up and the two halves are going to avoid us now. And Tom Hanks pushed the right buttons to get us back down to earth You've got more than a grand slam lead. Yeah, I think we're on. Don't the, fuck it up. We're on the right track, okay? Doc and Marty are pushing us in the DeLorean. We got to get it up to eighty-eight miles an hour to go there. back to nineteen eighty-five. I was gonna so, say two. I gotta ask Kyle, since all this is all hunky dory, do you still hate the uniforms? Yeah, I still hate them. <clears throat> You're. You're they've thinking. really grown on me, man. Yeah, they, you. they have to. They have as well. I'm just I'm kidding. I've, I've, I wear the winning gym. in them. It, it helps grow. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I was thinking I about think that today. I think that's it. The helmet, the helmet flag stopped looking oversized when I started comparing it to the other logos. Like the other logos take up all the helmet. Well, now we're just used to seeing it, you know. That's true. So now it's like it's it's hard to imagine the other. Well, I think Anthony's right too. Because he's winning changes a lot of perspectives. Yeah, it does. Okay, I think that's that's where we can leave this one at for for the, for now. Yeah, we'll talk. Obviously, we'll talk more on the regular show. All right. Yeah, more about more about New Orleans, the Saints. Nolans, Nolans. We'll make sure you Jumble check out. and throw it at you. Jambalaya and gumbo and all that stuff. You start with a good roux. Making sure it's nice and dark, and then you you throw in some some of your. Oh, one more thing. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of red in San Diego today. Yeah, uh, what that is was, that was new. I saw Jameis Winston's face in the end zone. <laughs> oh yeah, there was a big cut out of his head. Buckaholics yeah. is apparently who who did that. They're a big fan group out in California. They were at the at the 49ers game, you know. But you you probably couldn't see him as well because. Red is one of the 49ers colors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently they're huge out in, in in California and Jesus Christ, they were everywhere. So well, good for them. They didn't do any chance. It was good. Yeah. I didn't see, I never, you don't see that very often for Tampa, a, another team invading or us invading another team's uh, stadium. Unless they're playing like the Florida Panthers or something like that. Then no. Yeah. Not really. I've seen it in Atlanta and I've seen it in Florida or, you know, in sunrise, but it's about it. Yep. We don't get much cross. I mean, the Rays did when they were popular, but yeah. uh, not like that. Not like, like that. You, yeah. see, you see guys in Rays here and there. Yeah, you're right. Games, but maybe not, that, not like that. Maybe that's like a lot for what I think. Yeah. Well, there's there's like a game or two in Baltimore where there's a little bit of a Rays 
cheering section. I don't know. Anyways. Does that happen to be with the ones who were there? No, no, not at all. It was like on TV, some idle Tuesday night. Um, make sure you check out the main show on Thursday. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know how to find it. Just keep listening or keep waiting till Thursday. Right? Uh, right here. Right here. Wait. Do not move. I will murder you. I will find you and I will kill you. Okay, guys. All right, Liam Neeson. Yeah. All right. That was the uh, Rapid Reaction Show. Go Buccaneers. Your bucks are now seven and five. And uh, everything doesn't, nothing makes sense, but it's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, check out the show Thursday. That was Rapid React. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. Goodbye. We're